What is up, you wonderful human beings? On this week's episode, we have Scott Goober Goodrick. His nickname's Goober because the dude is absolutely massive. He's one of the nicest blokes that I've ever met in my life. But when we first met Goober seven months ago before he came onto our program and started working with us, he was really, really running long confidence. I mean, Scott was hooked on pre-workout. He wasn't sleeping well. He was very, very anxious. He didn't love himself. He had a heap of things about him that he just didn't like. He didn't feel comfortable in his own skin. And over the course of seven months, we've been able to make a massive U-turn to that and get him to a stage where he just feels fucking awesome every single day. And I told him, I was like, Scott, I gotta get you on the podcast because you're dominating, you're crushing it. And I want people who've had the same issues as you to know that you can actually get better and how you actually did it. And so that's why I've got him on here. This is for anybody who has number one, anxiety, number two, low self-esteem or low confidence. Number three, feels like they're just missing out on certain things in life because you won't back yourself and you won't take the opportunities. Scott is absolutely dominating and you're going to see throughout this episode exactly what he's done to get to where he is right now. So without any further ado, let's get on into the episode and let's start learning from Scott. I'm pumped to have you on, dude. This is going to be cool. Yeah. Of course it is. Man, um, so yeah, as we were chatting about before, like if you're looking back, right, on the Scott Goodrick of pre-JCF seven months ago, how would you describe him? Yeah, very, very shy, very like, I don't know, somebody who like doesn't, like I wouldn't look anybody in the eyes. I would, I was, yeah, I wouldn't approach anybody. I would just be sort of doing my own thing and I wouldn't go out and uh, I'd be an introvert, very much an introvert. What impact do you think that had on you, man, when you were so introverted? Oh, dude, my confidence. My confidence was just rubbish. Like, as I said, as I said before, just like something simple as looking somebody in the eye, just on general day to day conversations, I couldn't do it. Like I, I, I briefly look it in the eye, and then I would either look away, or I'd, or I'd sort of my gaze would daze, and yeah, it was just I couldn't look someone in the eye. I don't know. I just every time I did, I would just sort of get this overwhelming urge to just sort of look away on, and I know it's rude to stare, or yeah. So my lack of confidence was was crazy, absolutely crazy. How long were you like that for? Like, has it been like a lifelong thing? Was it a couple of years? Like, how long? I would say it'd be almost a lifetime thing. Yeah. So all through high school, all through uni, just, yeah, my confidence was just rubbish. Like, I'd have my ups and downs of confidence, but most of it was just pretty well rubbish. Mm. How'd that affect you, man? Like, from... Here's the thing, right? Like we all know it. The more confident you are, the more successful you're going to be in no matter what it is. Like it's going to be with chicks. It's going to be with body composition, the way that you look. It's going to be your career, success, study, the whole lot. Like what impact do you think that that, that low confidence, that shyness and that being introverted, like how, how did that affect you? It affected me massively. Like even going for job interviews, you're supposed to, like, there was a few jobs which I knew I was qualified for. I knew I'd be the perfect one for the job. Like, I ticked all the boxes and I would lose the opportunity because I either didn't approach it or I went in and I was very shy. I was very timid, wasn't confident enough. I didn't prove to them that I was, like, I, I deserved it. That was that was basically basically it. Like, in my head, I didn't, I didn't deserve anything or I didn't deserve 
to have that job or to have that girl or anything like that. And because of that, my confidence was just, just rubbish. Fucked up thought, isn't it? To it like, is, to it say, really like, is. I am not worthy of having this job. Like, yeah. and, and it's crazy, man, because so many dudes have it. It's mm. so fucking common these days where guys don't back themselves or don't have a nudge at heaps of stuff. And and it's crazy. Like I've always, I'm always super curious as to find out whether, like I've had my fair share of shit as well. Like I'm not going mm. judging everyone. Like I definitely had a period, particularly through high school where I didn't feel worthy at all. And it was fucking crap. There's heaps of stuff mm. that I screwed up for it. But where do you think yours came from? Like that lack of worthiness? I think I just... I don't know. I never fit in as a kid. I always did things differently. And yeah, because I, I did things differently or I wasn't up to date with, with the times or like I didn't have the, the latest internet or the latest phone or it was always, it was always like shit like that. And it was literally shit like that. And yeah, because of that, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, as I said, I just did things differently or I, I looked at things differently or I didn't get those emotional cues or, yeah, it's just, I think because of that, I just kind of like, I, I grew up and it just kind of, it stuck to me. So, yeah, like I, I had a, like with my parents, I had a great childhood and all of that. It was just, yeah. Like everyone at school and uni, I just kind of like bounced around different friend groups and yeah, I don't know. I just never truly, I don't know. I just never truly fit in. It was just always, I was always the odd one out for some way, shape or form. What was that like? Just all like bouncing around and always being the odd one out. Very lonely. And yeah, it was when you're the person who doesn't fit in, um, you don't get invited to things and it's just a big snow snowball effect. Like when you find out that, that like you didn't get invited to such someone's birthday party when you were sort of hanging in their group and it's like, oh, okay, or you didn't get invited to like their motorbike event or whatever it may be. It's it's very, yeah, it, it destroys your confidence and it makes you feel upset and then that just kind of stuck with me and I just carried that along all the way. All right, and when you say like you're carrying it along, like what do you mean by that? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Like it's just... Everything, everything's a snowball effect. So it's just because it destroyed my confidence then, I never, I don't know, I never really had the opportunity to, to build my confidence back up. And then it will be something simple like, okay, you go to ask a girl out and they'd say, no, okay, that destroys your confidence even more. And I always look at, I always looked at that as a bad thing. And like, it just sort of, a big snowball effect and yeah, it just kind of built up over my entire life. And from back then to now, it's like, oh, okay, like you got no confidence. You got very little friends. You don't go out very much because you're not confident because you don't, you think you're like, as I said, you don't think you're worthy of meeting new girls or new friends. You feel like you're being judged all the time and it just keeps adding on and adding on. And yeah, it's very, very heartbreaking. Like seven months ago, when you eventually realize that, or you have somebody like yourself who sort of shows you what, what happiness and like how to feel good and all of that. It's like, okay, this is where you should be. And it's like, and then when you look back and at yourself and you're like, oh, well, this is where I am. This is where I should be. Like, what the fuck? 
you said um, something interesting. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. Like, what was heartbreaking about seeing the light? And like, because it's a weird way to think, right? Because shouldn't you mm. be really super excited and pumped when you see the light? Like, why was it heartbreaking that when you saw this is how I should live? I should feel awesome. I should be confident. I should look good. Like, what was heartbreaking about that? I think it was more of a, like a realization of, or not a, yeah, I, I don't know, maybe a realization or I don't know why, why aren't I there? Like, I know I should be, but like, like, I don't know, and you, you think back of all, all the shit that you've done in the past and it's like, oh, okay, it's because of this, because of this. And you always, you always think of the bad things. It's like when you break up, when a girl breaks up with you, what do you think you always think of? Oh, like, oh, it could have been caused by this, by this, by this, by this, by this. Like, and you always think of the bad things. You always think of the negatives. So that's why it's, it's heartbreaking. It's like, well, when you see something good, instead of having that motivation to go like, right, I want to destroy this. I want to get there. It's, it's like, oh, that's almost because you don't have that confidence or because I didn't have that confidence. It was almost like, that's out of reach. And when something's out of reach, it's like, oh, no, I can't, I can't do it. Yeah, like I can't do it or it's too hard or, yeah, I don't know how else, how else to explain it. But there's a lot of guys who think like that, right? And you yeah. see like heaps of dudes, like, you know what I mean? Like a lot of guys by the age of like 30, 35, 40 have given up. They're mm. like just you know, said, oh, I'm not willing to actually do anything about it. I don't actually care that much. Bullshit. Like we all know they do, right? Mm. Nobody likes feeling like crap. But yeah. it actually makes sense when you say, I've fucked up so much. How can I actually achieve it? It's it's not within reach. And did you try anything? Like obviously, you know, before working with us, did, oh. you, did you try anything? Oh, oh. I can't, <laughs> I can't count the amount of times that I've, I've tried, I've, I've bought so many online programs. I've, I went to so many different gyms. I went to so many different PT trainers and like I found a couple that kind of worked and, but it wasn't quite right. And, or like I'd lose a ton of fat, but it wasn't sustainable or like I'd, my, my biggest thing, which I'm now over, was I was having a stupid amount of fat burners, a stupid amount of pre-workout. I was borderline overdosing. On, I still on remember my face when you told me how much you were having. Uh, oh, tell everyone, yeah. how many stims? How many stims were you having back in the day? I, I was having like the high stim stuff and it got to a point where I was going through almost a tub uh, every week or two. So, but like at my sort of my worst, which actually was only about a year before starting this, I was, I had pre-work, I'd wake up, I had fat burner tablets. I would then during the day, like I'd have lunch and stuff, but I would also have, if I was really tired, I would have pre-workout just to wake up and fat burners together just to wake up. I would go to gym. I would then have another, like I'm talking two scoops each, each time I took it. Then I would have another two scoops before gym, do gym. And yeah, it was like, I was chewing through it. (laughs) I was chewing through it like it was going out of fashion and it was insane. Absolutely insane. How'd you feel chewing that many stims? (laughs) <laughs> when I got the high end stuff, it was uh, 
Like nothing illegal. Cocaine. Like, <laughs> uh, so, no. Let's not talk about those habits. No, <laughs> oh, no, no, never, never touch that. But like, yeah, like when I was, when like when I got something new and high end, like it was to the point where like I'd get like the really strong stuff, and I'd like I have a scoop, and I'd I'd almost take it back because I'm like, oh yeah, it's not working, and I'm like, well, it's probably not working because I was having so much of it. <laughs> That it was just frying me, and it did get to a point where it was literally just frying me. Mm. And and the worst thing is that I couldn't stop, and the only reason I stopped was because I literally ran out of money, and that was the only reason I stopped. That's the best time to be broke, hey? When you need to kick a, a pre workout, <laughs> but holy shit! Well, yeah, when they're like seventy bucks a pop, and like you got a tub of fat burner, a tub of pre workout, and then you got some of those tablets which were between eighty and one hundred and twenty dollars a bottle, and you'd go through one of those every week or two of like those fat burners. Why were you so hooked now? I don't know. It was maybe because like I, I don't know. I, mean, I knew like I knew now that I know, and that now that I look back, I knew my diet was just shit. Not, I wasn't eating takeaway. I was just eating too much. Mm. And I was trying to compensate that by going to the gym heaps. And, made, and like, I wasn't, I wasn't training hard enough because, like, I always needed a training buddy. And because of that, I, I don't know, I almost I needed to make up for it with pre-workouts and with fat burners and stuff. And I would actually lie to the, to, like, the guys at ASN and Nutrition Warehouse and stuff like that. And they'd say, oh, yeah, like, no, nah, my, my missus liked it and she wants a bottle for herself. And then I'd go to a different store. So you were rotating stores. I was rotating stores. Bro, you had a habit. <laughs> yeah. It was, it, was, it was bad. It was really bad. But yeah, and then I don't know, like I, I, I kicked the habit. I was still having pre-workout, but um, like it wasn't, I kicked the fat burners because I knew, I knew they weren't working, but I still, I was still trying, trying to convince myself that they do work, but no. Such bullshit, man. Like if there's one thing that, you know, how, the Therapeutic Goods Administration, the TGA, right? Mm. They ban everything that, that's good for people, everything that works, everything that's beneficial. But yet mm. they still let fucking fat burners and pre-workouts exist. And I know that's beyond their realm and their and, and their, their capabilities. I get it. But the thing is, it's like, how much did that shit benefit you? It's like not at all. How are they allowed to be called fat burners? Because they don't burn fat. They don't change your calorie balance of your body much long term. If anything, it mm. makes you fatter over the long term. Like, how much weight do you reckon you lost when you're taking the fat burners? I don't know, mainly so because you can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I wish. No, um, even when I was taking them, I never got below eighteen percent body fat. Doing because every it, once a month I got a body scan at because well, I was going to Snap Fitness at the time. Mm. So every month I got a body scan, and with the amount of fat burners that I was on and the amount of training I was doing, I like don't get me wrong, I put on a bit of muscle, but I never got below eighteen percent body fat. I don't know how yeah. the fuck they're allowed to still sell that stuff as a fat burner. Like I have a real mm. gripe with it because it's just a load of crap. Like mass gain is fair enough. You will gain mass. Yes, that most of that mass is fat. At least mm. it's true they will. But it's a blatant fucking lie. And mm. at the same time, with the amount that you are taking, like it's super oh, detrimental. Yeah. <laughs> like what, what, were the, what were the side effects though of taking that? Like how would – okay, so you're oh, already – 
you're self-sabotaging. You're already like low self-worth, low self-confidence, yeah. throwing yeah. a fucking yeah. heap of stimulants. Like what effect did that have on you? I was wired or, well, it got to a point where I wasn't, I wasn't wired. I was, oh, no, actually I was, I was, I was still tired from having it, but like it would get to the point where I would just get like the jitters, but I'd still be tired because I was having so much of it. It wasn't really doing anything. Like it would just sort of keep my brain moving, but I was still like feeling blur and still very tired. And yeah, like it affected my sleep. It affected my sleep big time. Waking up, I felt like shit. And then it was just a big vicious cycle because I wasn't sleeping while I was waking up shit. And then I would take pre-workout to wake up. And yeah, it was pretty gnarly. It's terrible, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was it was bad. <laughs> you look at them too. Like people say like these things, like, oh, you should like pre-workouts are good. I love pre-workout. And they say, I used to get them back when I could be fucked to argue with people over Facebook. Right. Mm. I used to know all these arguments over pre-workouts. Funnily enough, they're always with supplement store owners, right? But always talking <laughs> about how good they are and how beneficial they are. And and someone there's some of them started trying to put in really like big words like ergogenically effective, f- efficient or effective aids and <laughs> shit like that. And I was like, you guys are, are just fucking lying. I haven't met one person ever that sleeps better with pre-workout in their system. Never. And you look no. at the half-life of caffeine. Caffeine's in your system for between 8 and 10, 12 hours, depending. That's a half-life, right? So mm. take, how much were you punching? You would have been punching like 500 megs to a gram. Oh, no, that was that was per per shake yeah. or per per drink. And that was just in the pre-workout, not including the fat burners that I was throwing in on top of that. Like it, it was, yeah, it was like I do one scoop of pre-workout, one scoop of fat burner. This was like my concoction that I'd have. One scoop of fat burner, one scoop of pre-workout, one scoop of acetyl-L-carnitine. And then I would throw in two of the uh, thermogenic or fat-burning tablets. That's into the a mix fucking well. lie, isn't it? Thermogenic as well. Bullshit. <laughs> oh, don't get me wrong. Like, I'd sweat like like crazy. Like, I'd be sweating more than what I would be if I jumped in the pool and, and just started walking. Like, I was, I'd sweat like crazy, but that's literally it. That's it. Yeah. That's how they get yeah, you. It's the same with the test boosters, man. They put in these things that increase blood flow to your old fella and then say, yeah. oh, yeah, you're cracking more hard. You got more testosterone. Huh? Oh, yeah. Dude, I even, I, I even tried jumping on them as well. And like, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I did, I had like a, a spike where I was like, oh, yeah, fuck, I felt good. But it was only for, I don't know, maybe a week, the first week of having them. And then it was just like, boom straight down, like all downhill from there. It's crazy, man. The receptors catch up so quick. Like what people forget oh, yeah. is that like it's uh, the, the law of diminishing returns. It's the more you take those supplements. So there's two things. There's called One's called ligand, one's called receptor. So like mm. the actual molecule has to bind. The molecule is called a ligand, has to bind to mm. the receptor and then have its effect. What happens is the receptors become less sensitive. So you can punch all the caffeine that you want, but it's just not going to have the same effect. It's, it's mm. crazy. But so what was it that made you see the light, so to speak? and want to, you know, come work with us. Like, what was the turning point for you where you're like, fuck it, I'm going to do something about this? Well, I was actually already at the point of, like, I, I need to fix it. I fix myself, but I wasn't... Well, what, what brought you to that point? I looked at myself in the mirror because <laughs> I never really look at myself in the mirror and I actually went to buy new clothes because I hadn't bought clothes for a while. So I went and bought new clothes and I was looking at myself in the mirror and I, and I looked at myself and I'm like, 
I look fat. I look horrible. I can't actually remember what I said, but I just looked at myself and I'm like, I look horrible. I I don't look good. And that's when I realized I'm like, okay, I really need to, like that, this would have been probably a month before I started. And I started basically like January or December 29. That's when I, I, I started, or that's when I had the phone call with you. But yeah, so about a month, month before that, I was just like, right, I need to fix this shit. And then I just started doing research and research and research. And like I had back pain. I, I've always had back pain. And I was looking at it and I'm like, okay, what causes back pain? And then I was looking at, okay, I've got, I've got my knees are sore all the time. And I'm like, okay. So I looked at my foundation and I'm like, well, my feet are good. And it was my knees. And I actually, I was researching knees and I actually saw one of your videos about correcting your knees, doing that sort of squat hold. And if you try and do that and every day it sort of realigns your ankles and it realigns your knees. And I was like, fuck yeah. So I clicked on that and then I just kind of like followed through. And then, yeah, I saw that you had all sorts of other stuff and I was having a chat to the missus about it. And, and then she looked at it and she goes, yeah, you should, you should try it. And honestly, it was actually, it was either do that or do her thing. And I was like, no, nah, your thing looks better. <laughs> what was her thing? Uh, oh, it was, I honestly can't remember. It was uh, some diet that she wanted and looked way too difficult, way too painful and torturous. And I was just like, nah, I couldn't be fucked. And then like, that was my mentality then. And then I had a conversation with you and I was just like, fuck, I'm, I'm clicking with you on every single level. And before the initial conversation, I had in my head, I'm just like, right, this is just going to be another conversation. It's just going to be the same boring shit, the same boring lecture because I had quite a few guys and I did set thought that you were going to be the same as quickly. Like the, yeah. well, I've had a few like the same lectures. Can you tell us like, what did you, what did you have? Like, what was that like? The same, like all the same lectures and the same, the same shit. Um, yeah. What do they do in those lectures? <laughs> I'm genuinely curious because obviously I don't go by many people's programs. So I wanna, I'd love to understand like what people actually do. Well, it's, it's, it's basically, it's just a big promotional thing that everybody does. And it's just like, uh, oh yeah, come join us. We'll give you a great pro a program or this is what you're not doing. And this is what you should be doing. And yeah, it's like, I, I now look at these other programs and I'm like, well, I don't know. They're missing, like they're, they're almost, they're missing something. And it's just, it's, it's literally just the same thing, just different diet and different plan. Same thing, different diet, different plan. Oh, yeah, ours works, there doesn't. And I did say, thought that yours was going to be the same. Like, oh, yeah, it's just like, oh, yeah, that, that's not going to work because you, you didn't do my program. My program's special because of such and such reason. Or my, like, oh, yeah, you're eating the wrong foods, so you need to do this. And it's like, hold on, it's the same. It's literally the same shit, just different diet, different plan, different diet, different training, different diet, different training. And it's literally the same shit. So what was um, different about what we do and, and our conversation? Well, for starters, you didn't talk about you. That's how we started. You didn't talk about you. The first thing you asked is what made you want to have this conversation? That was your first question. And it actually, it actually shocked me because I'm like, oh, because I, I had a... I used to get to talk about you on a conversation about you. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Weird, right? 
No, I, I actually had a plan in my head because, as I said, I assumed that you were going to be the same as everyone else. And I had this plan in my head. And I'm like, right, okay, I'm going to listen to him talk about himself and promote himself and yada, 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 why he's the better than everyone else. And then I was like, okay, cool. And I was going to give you a basic spiel of why I'm not doing well. And then you're going to give me a sales speech. And I was like, oh, yeah, cool. And then I'll say, I'll think about it. And then I was going to hang up. And that's the plan I had in my head before I started. And then you threw me off by asking, why did you want to have this call? I was like, uh, fuck. <laughs> that's not what I had planned. And then I, I, I don't know, I think I, get, I gave you a surface answer and you ask why. Like, why? How does that make you feel? Or why? Why did you say that? And the more you asked it, you didn't ask it in like a pushy way. You just asked, you asked it because you were genuinely curious and you just kept asking sort of why or how, how, why did you feel this way or why did you do that? And it just sort of made me think. And I think you actually, you didn't say much until like the last five minutes of our conversation. And yeah. How crazy is that, man? Because like in a conversation between, and this is why this industry, in fact, most industries are so fucked because someone mm. in my, who's, who's a trainer thinks I've got to go and tell Scott exactly what he needs to do. And it's like, yeah. you, you've got, here's one thing I've been taught from a very, very young age, right? Cause I never used to shut the fuck up. Right. I never used to, <laughs> sh- I, I needed to seriously shut up because I spoke too much in every mm. situation ever, but mm. you got, you got two ears and you got one mouth for a reason. So shut up and listen. And it's yeah. crazy that when you're going and you're reaching out for help, you're looking for help and you're looking for guidance and people are just bombarding you with shit over and over and over. Because in the end of the day, like you're coming to me for help, but if it's not helping if I just go and shovel my shit down your throat and say, fucking choke on that, Scott, good luck. Yeah. And it's crazy that people still think that's coaching. Coaching isn't about going in. I mean, even with, even with Liam, right? I mean, he's mm. not there to go and say, Fuck, he's awesome. to do this. You know, he's <laughs> fucking legend. That's, that's Liam, oh. our mentors, by the way, guys. One of our mentors. He's good, huh? Really Oh, dude. Dude, he's awesome. Oh, like we, I don't know. I, I started off, I started off sort of giving him only sort of, not, not giving him, but I, I don't know. Uh, we started off sort of a little bit slow and then sort of like we, I had um, the man camp that we did. And ever since then, everything, like I've had like a, like say a little issue, I'd have a chat to him and then just fucking boom. Like it would just, everything that he would do would just be in sync with me and it would f- fix it perfectly. And it'd be just like, holy fuck. Like I didn't expect it to just like work 100%, whether it be like a diet change, like, I'll give an example. Recently, what about you know, a month and a half ago, I was actually quite sick. It was only for two days and it was only like the man flu basically. But I was on antibiotics and I was on this other, um, some other drugs just to try and sort of make myself better. And I was, I was fine after two days. And I don't know, ever since then, everything I've eaten, it just hasn't hasn't sat right or like I felt tired and lethargic or I got gassy and like I hadn't changed anything from the plan that was working perfectly. And I was having a chat to Liam and then, and he's like, oh, just sort of stick with it for a week and we'll, we'll have it, have, we'll see what it, how it goes. And I was like, yeah, okay, cool. We'll go. And after a week I was like, dude, it's still not, still not sitting well with me. And he goes, right, here you go. He said, try this and try this plan. He said, it'll fucking fix your gut. You'll feel great. 
guess what? Worked. Literally, I, I tried the dinner and the dinner, the dinner was okay. But then I woke up the next day and I was like, what the fuck? Like, how is it? How's this working? Yeah, it's just like, boom, there we go. What, what do you think it was? Because you're a totally different person now to what you were. Like we described who you were before and you, you told us all about that. But like right now, and I'll describe you from my end. So you come from mm. as fuck. You can come on to Zoom and do an interview like this, talking about you in a very oh, yeah, like, I, vulnerable place. I, yeah, I I never used to like photos being taken of me. Same as video. Like I I don't I never liked video conferencing or anything like that. Like it just it, uh, yeah because I, I never liked the look the way that I looked. So I never wanted to see a photo or anything of me. Well, what's and, made you confident now? And why, why is it your self-worth has gone up so much? Like what, what, yeah. What did you do? Like, what do you think it was that has enabled you to live this life where you're fucking stoked, happy, confident, energetic every day? It's not just one thing. It's multiple things. And I don't know, it started off with being open, open with myself and open with my coach and just, just literally just having, having a chat and being open and being really like, like, okay. And being truthful as well. And so that's how it start started. And then like fixing your gut, doing the hierarchy of health and yeah, fixing your gut, fixing your nervous system and just feeling good along the way. And the better you feel, like I still got a lot of issues to work on and mainly just, it's just visual at the moment. But like I, I'm getting the best sleep that I have had in, in a very long time. I'm waking up, I'm feeling amazing. I'm instead of very sluggish. So that just in those two alone, like you feel you feel a lot better. And because you feel better, you sort of your day continues better. And doing the man camps, as we mentioned before, like doing the meditation and I don't know, just like the self-realization of like I will be better, I can be better. I Which don't know. It's just, the man weekends. Like for those of you for oh, everyone who's listening as well. Oh. Like, So we we run these things called man man weekends or man camps. They're pretty much a weekend, which is designed to get blokes like Goober to, sorry, Scott to, to perform. Goober's a nickname. I'm going to have to get, tell everyone it's Goober. It allows guys like Goober to go through and and crush and dominate. And we, we run these things and it's like an intense weekend of just men becoming fucking men, like absolutely dominating. Like for you, man, like on the, on that, that man weekend over the first two days or even both talk about whatever you like, like how did that change you? See the first I didn't actually expect much of the man weekend, um, the first one anyway. I thought, well, I thought I was going to have fun, which I did. I had a shitload of fun. But I just thought it was just going to be us doing some gym workouts and, I don't know, just kind of like, oh, yeah, having a, having a big gym workout, feeling sore, and then you're like, yeah, yeah, cool. Like, you know, you feel that good feeling after a gym workout. And I thought, oh, yeah, we'll go have a feed afterwards. And then, like, that was going to be it. But no, like it go, it went much deeper than that. So yeah, it, it went much deeper than that. So like we, we started off with just the, like just talking, talking about it, about things being open with each other. And then we, we smashed a, smashed a gym session, which was insane. Did, we did PBs and you showed us like how to do the techniques correctly without injuring yourself. That, that was eye-opening when you realize shit i've been doing every basic movements wrong that's why i've got injuries and then 
then the meditation, I think the meditation after the training was, was key because you're physically, you're physically drained and physically exhausted. And then we did that meditation for, it was for like three hours, I think, or two hours and 45 minutes. It was insane. It's a little secret you, weapon. No one expects oh, that one, huh? Oh, and like, okay, when the first, when you first think of meditation, like, oh, yeah, everybody sits in a circle and sits on a mat and, uh, and holds hands, combine. Yeah, holds hands. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no, definitely not. It was a very unique feeling when you do the breath work and, and you, you actually, you actually go deep within yourself. And yeah, that was when I realized that I was carrying so much weight. Not not physical weight, just like either emotional baggage or I was carrying other people's baggage. And when I realized that, it just it solidified everything that I learned. I mean, in the previous three months that I was there. And two months. Yeah, first two months that I was there. And it just, yeah, my confidence, like I had a, a one two-week period where I was just, I was so overly confident I just didn't give a fuck like this- tell your story about the first I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna intro it but I want you to tell the story <laughs> but so, so guys everyone listening so Goober's never told anyone to fuck off in their life right and you've dealt with a heat you've dealt with your fair fair share of pricks right yes. in your time and like yeah. what you used to do is kind of just like put your head down I'll let you tell it from here but yeah I'll let you tell it from here yeah, there was this dude at work that, that had been prior to the man camp. He'd just been giving me shit, like absolute railing into me, just being a right asshole, like really being a right asshole. And how were you responding to that before uh, the man weekend? I, before the man weekend, I was just, I was just brushing it off or like I thought I was brushing it off, but I really wasn't. Like I, I was getting very timid and I was kind of like cu- curling into my own little bubble. But yeah, he was just a right prick. Like, really, he really was. And then after the man camp, I think it was the second day, he was just a right asshole to me. And because I'd gotten him in, I'd gotten him in trouble because he did the wrong thing. And yeah, he came up to me like, like chest puffed out, like basically ready to fight. And I just said, "Look, just fuck off, just fuck off." And I just told him straight to his face. I said, "Just fuck off. I don't want anything to do with you. Fuck off." And but I just, I said it just so. It's just so true and so sincere. And afterwards, I was like, I didn't feel nervous. I wasn't shaking or anything like that. I was just like, fuck off. How did that and, feel to be able to tell oh, for the first time in your life when some, because you've had a heap of people shit on you, right? And you're yeah. how, how did that feel to be able to tell someone to fuck off? Because he fucked off, right? He actually yeah. went pissed a moan to your boss, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so, he right? did. He wanted to try to complain. How yeah. did that feel that you've told someone who'd been bullying you and attacking you for that long to be able to tell them to fuck off and they immediately fucked off? Oh, it was exhilarating. <laughs> I don't know how else to explain it. It was exhilarating. It was just, oh, like it was, it was just awesome. Like I felt good and I was like, shit, I should, I should do this more often. And I actually did. A few days later, the boss pulled me in the office and he goes, oh, yeah, can you tell tell this guy to like take this off off his truck and put it on so you can do it on yours or oh no it was the other way around he said he told me to take it off my truck and um, give it to him and so he said go tell him and in which I did and I went and told him 
And and I said, oh, the boss said that you, I need to take this off my truck and stick it on yours. And he goes, why the fuck would I want to do that? I said, go. I said, if you got an issue, fuck off and tell talk to the boss. And yeah, and he actually he actually said, he goes, oh, you're being nasty to me. I'll go I'll go dog on you. He was just being a prick. Anyway, so I followed I followed him because he thought that I was lying. And the boss said, I told him, so go fuck off and do your job. And I just stood there with a big smile on my face. I'm like, ha What impact has it had on your life, man, to be able to actually back yourself, right? Because you, we look at all the behaviors you used to have. No self-confidence. You're always looking down, super shy, you know, self-sabotaging. You didn't feel worthy of anything. Blue heaps of interviews, heaps of opportunities. How mm. has life for you changed since you've actually started valuing yourself and actually allowing yourself to just be your, your authentic Scott Goodrick? I honestly, I don't know how to how to explain it. I'm just because I feel it's more like I feel better, and because I feel better, I'm doing more. I'm not giving a shit about certain things. I'm now, I don't know, like just like I'm more confident because I'm looking people in the eyes, having a good conversation with them. I'm making a couple of new friends, and yeah, just like your general day to day lives. It's just. You just, it's just better because of that. So that's mainly how it's affected me. And like, even something simple, I never used to say no to people. I, cu- I couldn't say no because I felt bad to say no. But now I can just say, no, I can't do it. Plain and simple, can't do it. What, what did you end up? Because like, I know heaps of people like it that yeah. who hate saying no. Like, what did you get mm. suckered into doing when you couldn't say no? Oh, too many things to list. <laughs> really? Yeah. My, um, my favorites when I say I've got a couple of mates who can't say no and they always get asked to move house. Always oh, for people. Yeah. I actually he's not a friend anymore, but I did have a guy who always used to used to ring um and always ask for help and he never used to pay or he never used to sort of give anything in return or whenever you ask for a favor, it would be like, Oh no, I'm busy. And uh like it got to a point where he um he asked me to to design something for him on the computer and like, cause I had a 3d printer at the time and he goes, Oh, can you 3d print me this stuff? And I said, yeah, sure. I said, I'll, um, I'll just charge you cost price. And I said, like he wanted a ton of stuff done and it was going to cost like 30 bucks. And I said, look, just give me 30 bucks. And he had all these uh, like super cheap vouchers and all these uh, like JB Hi-Fi vouchers and stuff. And he goes, oh, I'll give you like a hundred bucks in these vouchers. I said, no, 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 I don't want them. I want um, 30 bucks cash. And he just, he just refused to give me 30 bucks cash. He tried to palm off $400 worth of JB Hi-Fi super cheap auto and um, Repco vouchers. And I'm like, no, I said, I just, I just want 30 bucks cash. And he refused mm-hmm. to do it. And I was like, okay, cool. You were a friend, but fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Good, huh? people do yeah. weird shit, but we get taken all the advantage of all the time like how many years do you think you're getting taken advantage of oh dude my entire almost my entire life hmm. like really and even like oh can you can you drive me here can you drive me there can i borrow your ute can i do this can you help me lift this can you help me move this it's like oh everything so oh, there's yeah, plenty of people out there, man, who think, right, that that's their nature. They say, yeah. oh, I'm just like not a person who says no. Oh, I'm just super helpful all the time. That's just not me. I never change. Like what would you say to somebody like that who has that issue of always being taken advantage of? If you feel saying no will will take that 
that kindness away, it's not, it's not true. Cause that, that's what I thought. I thought if I said no, it would mean I'm not kind anymore. I'm not thoughtful. I'm not that sort of loving person or that giving person. And it's not true. Like I still, if it's convenient for me and not really if it benefits me, but if it's convenient for me and I'm happy to do it, I will, I will go and help people and I will say yes. But if it doesn't convenient me and I know you're going to use me. And there was quite a few times before where I knew that I was being used, but I still couldn't say no. Mm, it's crazy. Um, I think everyone yeah. gets that, man. I think everyone who, because I used to hate saying no as well. I think everyone yeah. gets that where we call it nice guy syndrome, right? Yeah. Where you always just have to, have you read Mr. Nice Guy yet? No more Mr. Nice Guy? No, I haven't actually. Great book, man. We'll get you onto it. It's, it's a brilliant book. Everyone should read it. It's no, no More Mr. Nice Guy by a guy called Robert Glover. Every man, every woman as well should read it. But it's like when we can't set up those barriers, we end up doing all these things which are like out of congruence with us. We don't actually look mm. after ourselves. We don't take care of ourselves. We gradually begin building up grudges and being unhappy and all this shit and toxic feelings and negativity starts building up. Mm. You know what I mean? It's fucking crazy. But so in terms of from you, man, like you've done a full 180. You've gone from being at a stage where you've got no confidence, no self-worth, and you've had like poor body image, like the way that you looked, you weren't happy with all these things. And you're now at a stage where like, let's be honest, like you're dominating, man. Like it's cool. Like every single time like I see you, you're better. Every time we talk, you're better. You're more confident. Mm. Actually, you know, the coolest thing is that it, from my opinion, from where, from where I sit and from, from my conversations with Liam as well, it's like, you're just your authentic you. You're just you. Yes. You yes. Know, you all the time. There's no bullshit. There's no like hiding behind anything. There's no master. Like you just, you and I think with. that, I think that is it. There's no hiding. There's no hiding behind a wall or a barrier or a defense. It's just like, a, okay, now I can say it as it is without hurting anyone's feelings because like I don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> yeah. How liberating got, is that though? Yeah. Or like I've got, I've got a selective, I don't give a fuck now. Instead of like, oh, no, no, I can't hurt anyone's feelings. Oh, no, they're judging me. So, no, I don't give a fuck now. Well, so, okay, let's say that there's someone who's in your position where you were seven months ago, right? Mm. So, low self self-confidence, do self-sabotaging things, don't feel worthy, missing out on a heap of shit, constantly getting pushed around and just mm. don't have, don't feel like they're living like their best fucking life as who they are right now in their own skin. Because we should all love ourselves in our own skin, right? Mm. Like, what would you tell them to do? Like, where would you tell them to start looking? What information, what help, what support would you advise them from your experience? What should they start to do if they want to get the same results and feel the way that you do now? Oh, book in with you. hundred percent. hundred percent. Oh, yeah. Because like, as I, as I said earlier, like my first conversation with you, like I had all these expectations in my head of what you were going to be. And I'm not going to lie. The, some of the videos that you, that are some of your older videos that I saw, they were very promotional videos and they, they were helpful. And, but I was like, Oh yeah, he's just going to be one of those other guys. He's, he's going to be the same. Yes. Okay. He's actually given me some help for free, which is quite unusual, but like, Hey, Hey, he's, he's probably going to be the same. And, but yeah, as I said, like the first question you asked, it, it threw me off. It really did throw me off. So definitely have that conversation. And yeah, you'll find that it's, it, it is actually worth doing. 
Yeah, and especially like they because you've got so many coaches and being and you actually depend like you 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 find out what type of person that someone is like me like you figured out who I was and you thought well Liam's going to be the best coach for you so you you push me towards Liam and he is very much like me in every single way and he's a fucking legend I mean he's helped me out so much and so have you in so many ways and yeah I don't know it's just the way you're different is you teach us you give us tools you teach us how to use them and I don't know, you solidify them and you you give us helpful information that actually works and it's proven to work. And it's proven to work successfully and long-term as well, instead of just that short-term bullshit, which that's pretty much what a lot of them are. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, if you're pretty near perfect, okay, yes, some those other ones will work. Don't get me wrong. But not everyone is that perfect. Like, who's near perfect, man? Jesus. I wish. <laughs> I wish too, man. I'm with you there, bro. I'll, I'll get there, but yeah, but yeah, not everyone's perfect, and it's sometimes you need that that extra that extra bit of help and that extra guidance and that that the accountability. That's it. I was trying to think of a word. It was stuck on the end of my tongue. Having that accountability partner, like your coach, is your accountability partner, and I think that's my biggest help. Because I know that if I have an issue, I can just send Liam a message, and like he'll he'll get he'll get back to me if he's free. He'll get back to me straight away, or if he's not free, he'll get back to me just like not long after, and he'll say, "Look, we can have a conversation today or this afternoon or whatever." Or he'll give me a quick helpful hint then and there. And generally, it we go through the issues and we fix them, or we find out what the underlying issue is, and then we fix it, or we try and fix it. And every time we have fixed it. You're dominating, um, man. Yeah. I just think um, the coolest transformation from my, from my end, like, you know, because obviously I started off in bodybuilding, right? And the reason why mm. I moved away from just focusing purely on bodybuilding, getting guys jacked and shredded is because of this. It's like you mm. get someone to lose a little bit of fat, you get them to gain a little bit of muscle. And it's like, okay, that's cool. That's fun. And that's, that's great. And we feel good. But how much more awesome is it when regardless of how much weight you lose, every day you feel confident? Every day you feel happy. You feel like a mm. man. You feel good mm. in yourself. Like everything, like that's the biggest win of all, right? Mm. It really, it really is. Like my sleep was shit. It was honestly, it was shit. It was a very hit and miss. Like I'd have good sleep on the weekends and then during the week, I just felt like shit. Like I'd stay up late. I'd wake up early and I just feel like shit, shit waking up. And yeah, it was just, it really was horrible. And when you feel tired and lethargic, you're very or brain foggy and you eat food and when you eat food and you get tired again, it's just a big vicious cycle. Like I was getting – and the cravings, holy shit, the cravings were terrible. Like buying takeaway because I'm a truck driver, so buying takeaway was, was a big thing. And even though like I never drank soft drink, I don't drink coffee or any of that, it was just – it was still horrible. And – now that I've, I've uh, like I fixed my gut, my, my gut feels, I feel great because of that. I'm now not as anxious as what I used to be. Mm. I can't because my anxiety is not skyrocketing. My confidence now is. So as my anxiety has dropped, my confidence has fucking jumped up tenfold compared to what it was. It's so just, what's next it's for just, you, man? What's the next goal that you want to crush? 
fucking losing my muffins. <laughs> <laughs> that's always been a, that's always been my goal. But no, like the first part of your of your training, it it will, I would I don't know. Training is not the word to use. The coaching, the first part of the coaching, it's not really about losing the fat or gaining the muscle. Like it is a little bit, but it's mainly getting your body right. And then once you get your body right, okay, cool. Now we'll fine tune it. And once we fine tune it, that's when we start focusing on other things. So I'm now at the stage where like I feel great. Like, yeah, okay, I have my ups and downs, but most of them are ups. And so now I'm at a stage, like it's, what are we, seven months in. I'm now at a stage where, okay, cool, now we can really focus and really dive in and really start like like hardcore, either hardcore training or hardcore diet while still, while still making the lifestyle change or still continuing that lifestyle change of being easy and sustainable. Slow and permanent, baby. Yeah. And like, don't get me wrong, I've seen a, a, a ton of results from starting to to where I'm at, at now, both mentally and physically. Like I'm I'm a lot stronger than what I was, buddy. I was about to say nine months ago, like seven months ago. Like I'm I'm a shitload stronger and I'm obviously more confident, my gut's right, and all of that. But yeah, now I'm at a stage where I'm like, right, cool. If I really focus on it now, I'm just gonna skyrocket instead of if I would have focused on it seven months ago, I, I would still would have gotten better, but it wouldn't be as like dramatic of when I'm starting now or as I'm starting now. Let's yeah. do round two of this in six months. How's that sound when you shred it? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Done. Oh, I hope. <laughs> you will be, man. You will be. Not our first radio. But no, man, like you've got everything that's going to make it happen. But dude, yeah. one thing I want to say is like, thank you so much for coming on here. It's an issue that a lot of dudes have. I used to have it. No one talks about it at all, which is crazy, right? Because it's so common. But thank you mm-hmm. very much for actually coming on and actually sharing with us and chatting with us and, and showing people that you can actually do it. Like here is the light, like this is the life mm. you can actually live. You don't have to feel like crap. And I just want to say a massive thank you, dude. Like I appreciate the hell out of you. Love you, dude. Like, thank you very yeah. much for coming on. Oh, I love you too, man. Um, the one thing I did forget to mention is at the end of our first conversation, I don't know if you remember it. I actually said this to you. I said, fuck it. What's the worst that can happen? That was one of the last things I said to you before I, I signed up. I said, fuck it, what's the worst thing that can happen? Because I've tried everything else. Uh, the worst thing that can happen is I'm going to lose money. And that was the wrong mentality to start off with. But like that's that's where I was at. I was I was at a low point where I was just like, no, nah, fuck it. I'm this low. Like anything will be good to improve me. So and like I did improve massively. Yeah. I think it was the first th- two two weeks, two to three weeks. I was just like, I feel good already. That was only three weeks in. Like I've never felt as good three weeks in into a program. That's what I want to hear, man. Yeah. So, yeah, no, definitely, it's definitely worth doing. Appreciate and those man and those man cans, if you get the opportunity, fucking go to them because they solidify everything that you've learned. You meet great people. You meet um, tons of people that are the exact same as you and they help push you all the way and they help push you further and they, yeah, just everyone is in the same boat and everyone's pushing each other to get better. 
I'll, I'll put up a um, I'll put up a link then on this one for the for the man yeah. weekend, oh, so that everyone dude, can, you can have find to. out what it's about. We'll get you. you we'll get your to. testimonial on there too. Oh, dude, it is. Yeah, you have. Everyone has to go. It's an experience. Even if you only just go one of them, it's just an experience. It really is. So, yeah. It makes me really happy, man. Like, cause we put a lot of effort into everything we do, like with, with the, the coaching and mentoring side and also in the man weekends, like a fucking mm. lot of thought goes into that stuff. And mm. it's really like from my end, super fulfilling to be able to see the changes that it actually elicits in you and mm. the change that it's had in you. And I want to say thank you as well, man, because you actually follow the plan. You know, we get a lot of guys coming through 99% <laughs> do. Well, you've got the results, man. And you've done enough for that. Mm. And I just like, yeah, I really, I really appreciate that too. From us, like seeing you crush it, like that's my happiness, bro. That's what, mm. that's what does it for us. So thank you. Yeah. Like not going to lie, the start, the start of it, I followed it most of the way, but I know ne- I didn't follow it a hundred percent. And I don't know whether it was that just because it didn't quite work out or whatever, or just because I was lazy or I wasn't confident in it or whatever. But as soon as I started seeing the results, I was just like, Fuck, I gotta keep going. I started seeing results two weeks in, and then three weeks in, I felt fucking great. But yeah, two weeks in, I was just like, fuck, I gotta smash this. I gotta, I gotta go flat out. And which I I did. But well, I, I tried to. <laughs> I tried to go most of the time 100 percent And that's the way, dude. Like in the end of the day, if you go hundred percent, it's like 80% or 85%, 100% of the time, that's better than 100 percent 10% of the time, right? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, granted, you'll have your ups and downs, but that's where your coach is there. And you just, like, I've had my ups and downs. I definitely have. And that's where I messaged the coach. And then he's helped guide me back on, back on track. Fuck so yeah. it's. And now we're going to yeah. get you shredded. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That's my next, that's my next step. Man, thank you very much for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure. And I'm really pumped to get your story out. So thank you. You're welcome. Anytime. Speak soon, brother. Yeah. Yeah. 